And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys had a great <clears throat> had a great weekend. Um, I did have a, a pretty good weekend. I'm feeling a little under the weather. My whole family has a cold, and it's going around. You know, it's freezing cold up here in Ohio, so it happens. <clears throat> but uh, you know, I will power through. If I start coughing uncontrollably like Hillary Clinton, I apologize in advance. But I, I did have a good weekend. Obviously, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the New England Patriots, uh, finally. So that, that really made my, my weekend. I would, I would be very sad if, if that outcome uh, hadn't, hadn't have come to pass. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in a very good mood today because of the Pittsburgh Steelers' resounding victory over the evil Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Um, so, yeah, a, a lot to get to today. Uh, I'm kind of going to do a, a different kind of show. I just No notes, nothing. I just want to uh, talk to you guys about something that's been on my mind a little bit, and then uh, I'm going to answer some questions from listeners as well, which is always fun. Um, and I, I have to do a little bit of a shorter one um, today, but I'll make it up to you on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, before I get to uh, everything, I need to say hi to our sponsors over at Premier Vapor. If you smoke and you want to quit, or if you vape already, you need to check out Premier Vapor. They're the largest selection of premium e-liquid anywhere in the country. Um, it's all made at their state-of-the-art lab out in California. It is really great stuff. I'm chiefing on some right now. Um, definitely check them out. Um, you can check them out at PremierVaporAndLounge.com. Um, they have any kind of tank, any kind of atomizer you need, any kind of mod or battery, anything you need from you know drippers all the way down to you know beginner's kits if, you, if you're just quitting smoking. They have anything you need. They have physical stores in Holland and Perrysburg, Ohio. If you're in the area, check them out in person. If not, go to PremierVaporAndLounge.com, um, and they will give you free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks. And if you haven't already, guys, please follow us on Twitter at NoGimmicksPod. Um, please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Please give us a five-star rating and a good review if you are on iTunes. Really appreciate that. And uh, hit us up on Patreon if you want to uh, support us monthly over there and contribute and get involved with the show. Um, go to Patreon.com slash TheNoGimmicksPodcast. I um, would really appreciate that. As well. All right. Um, I was having a conversation the other day with a, a friend of mine, and we were, we were talking about politics, and, and they're kind of a uh, recovering leftist, you know, like uh, this person voted for Bernie Sanders, for instance, in 2016, and then over the last couple of years, it's kind of evolved in their thinking a little bit, and uh, realized that, you know, socialism is, uh, you know, the great evil of the modern world, <laughs> and, uh, and they're, they're not a Republican or a right-winger or a conservative or libertarian or anything like that. They're just, you know, kind of going through that transitional phase in, in, in politics that a lot of people do when they kind of wake up to the problems on the left. You know, they, they still hate Donald Trump and they, they would never vote for Trump or anything like that, but they're not going to vote for a, a leftist either. So, uh, yeah, this person's grown a lot politically in the last couple of years. But uh, we were talking about kind of the uh, the leftist, the stupid leftist talking point anytime conservatives bring up like the constitution or the bill of rights or the founding fathers in general um like the the lazy tired worn out argument that they'll just say well no uh illegitimate no we don't like the founding fathers we don't like the constitution because you know they they own slaves so i mean they're evil they're evil men evil white men that own slaves so nothing they say 
is important or should be listened to or anything like that. And obviously, you know, I don't need to just go into the millions of reasons why that's ridiculous. I mean, for instance, yes, a lot of the founding fathers did own slaves, but they also wrote <laughs> the documents that led to the abolition of slavery. So, you know, there's that. I don't know, what are you going to do with that? But, you know, we, we were, uh, it was late at night and we'd been drinking and stuff. So it was, I went down this weird rabbit hole that I'm uh, dragging you guys down right now. <laughs> but just the, the overarching point that, you know, yeah, the Founding Fathers did some stuff that we, you know, view as evil and deplorable now. You know, chief among those being owning slaves, which is obviously evil. I mean, a huge stain on the entire world for thousands of years. But uh, it's hilarious that, that these people on the left would look at the Founding Fathers, for instance, through the lens of 2018 morality, right? I mean, they, they wrote the Constitution almost 250 years ago. Like a lot, of, a lot of things back then, you know, are seen as, as abhorrent now, you know, and uh, obviously slavery is, you know, the the greatest example of that. But it was a completely different world. Like the founding fathers had no idea what the world would look like in 2018. I mean, they didn't. They rode horses. They fired muskets. They didn't have electricity. They owned slaves. They owned human beings. I mean, th- this was a, a completely different world. And then we started just giving examples of, uh, let's fast forward 250 years, and this is the point I wanted to make. Just, we have no idea what the world is going to look like in 250 years. I can guess, um, obviously, artificial intelligence is going to be very prominent. We're going to be colonizing other planets, probably other solar systems. Um, It's going to be a completely different world, obviously. And... People are going to look back at our generation and say, wow, those people were savages. Those people were evil. And I'm just going to predict. I know I'm, I'm predicting 250 years into the future. But here's a, a handful of things that I think people will look back on and say, wow, the people in the 1900s and the 2000s, they were absolute monsters. They were evil. I think one of them, and let me preface this by saying I'm a huge fan of eating meat. I eat almost exclusively meat. And I love killing animals. Like, I'm a big fisherman. I love hunting. I love fishing. I love catching animals with hooks, killing them, and cooking and eating them. I like shooting animals with guns quite a bit. It's a lot of fun, uh, and they taste delicious. I'm a big fan. But I bet in 250 years, people will look back on, on our generation and say, wow, I cannot believe they ate meat. Like, they were actually killing animals. I think people will always eat meat. But it's going to be these genetically engineered, and the scientists are already starting to do this, um, you know, to genetically engineer meat. Well, they'll basically grow meat without a central nervous system. So they're, they're trying to, like, grow beef, grow chicken without a brain, without a central nervous system. So they're not aware of, of anything. There's there's no pain involved. There's no real killing because they're not really a conscious being of any kind, you know? Like, in the future, meat is going to be grown. It's going to be grown in a lab, like like plants are. And, you know, there will be no suffering of the animals. There will be no pain inflicted, anything like that. It will just be this brainless, senseless thing that's grown like a vegetable and then slaughtered and distributed and stuff. And I mean, that that won't take 250 years. That That will be within the next 50 to 100 years, I bet, that people will kind of phase out actually slaughtering normal animals. Um and I don't know that I, I wouldn't try it. I know they have genetically engineered some meat. Um, 
I, I would give it, <laughs> even after that stuff is on the market, just me, I'm skeptical. I'd give it 20 or 30 years before even trying it because it'll probably just like give you cancer or something. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, that that's coming. That's coming like a freight train. I bet people look back on us like, wow, they were just torturing all these poor animals, you know, that kind of thing. And honestly, whether you are pro-choice or pro-life, abortion is gonna is going to be one of those issues as well. People will look back on our generation and say, wow, these monsters, these absolute savages were just slaughtering babies. And it's not because, like, the pro-life movement will win necessarily. It might. I, I don't know. I, I hope so. I pray so. But it's going to be because, I mean, look, it, even 100 years ago, if you were born more than a month early, you were dead. <laughs> like, you were just dead, you know? Like, I was born, like, something like six or seven weeks early, a month and a half and I'm, I'm fine, you know, I needed help breathing for a couple of weeks, and then I'm good. I mean, babies are born at five months and survive now, you know. And in the future, this is what's going to happen. They'll be able to take a, a fertilized egg out of a woman, like, moments after conception. Take that fertilized egg and, like, right, grow it in a lab, you know what I mean? Like, literally, a, a, a fetus or an embryo will be viable, like, right after conception, so you could, you'll be able to essentially give up your kid for adoption at being one week pregnant. You know what I mean? And so there'll be no need to kill the baby because there'll be, you know, safe, like, ways to, you know, grow this fertilized egg. Uh, you know, honestly, I, I, believe, I know that sounds ridiculous, but I think the way modern, the arc of modern medicine, how far it's progressed in the last... 200 years in the last 100 years in the last decade i mean look, look what they're able to do i mean they'll be able to take a fertilized egg and raise it in an incubator and then you know give that kid up for adoption there'll be no need to, to kill the the babies so i mean people will look back like wow they were just slaughtering millions of babies a year like it, it'll be unimaginable you know i think and uh, and we we're talking about space travel i mentioned that earlier i think people will look back on even something like birth control and say, wow, that was evil. Like people didn't want to have a bunch of kids. Obviously the Catholics, shout out to all you Catholics. Uh, they already don't, um, you know, they, they're not a big fan of birth control that, you know, you're not allowed to be on birth control if you're Catholic. Uh, I'm a huge fan of birth control. I mean, my wife don't want kids yet, um, you know, in a few years, but, but not yet. So I'm a big fan of the pill. Um, it's worked thus far. Thank God. Um, but when we're, Look, we're going to put men on Mars in the next 50 years. Like, that's happening in our lifetime. I mean, we will walk on Mars, and we will colonize Mars in the next 100 years. And we're going to not just colonize Mars. We're going to colonize other planets. Eventually, we're going to colonize other solar systems. In the next 250 years, we will be all over the place. We'll be on 10 different planets in multiple solar systems in the next 250 years. And we're just going to need people. Like, right now, we're worried about, like, controlling the population like is the population growth too much like in china they have like the two kid policy they won't let you have more than two kids and and stuff like that when we're colonizing space we're gonna need workers man <laughs> like we're gonna need humans we're, we're gonna need babies like governments are gonna be telling people hey have 10 kids <laughs> like we need your kids like we need your kids to grow up and then go to mars and colonize planet we need your kids to go explore space like we're gonna have a shortage of human beings because we're gonna be on on so many different planets and and living in space stations floating around like in star wars you know like that's gonna happen and we're, there's gonna be a shortage of people of of labor 
Like, we're just going to need the labor. But like back in the day when you owned a farm, you had 12 kids because you needed their help. It's going to be the same way when we're on Mars, man. I mean, there's going to be, we're going to need a lot of manpower in space to get done what we're going to want to get done. So people will look back on, on, uh, on, on human beings in our generation and say, what? they were killing babies and they were trying to prevent kids from being, like they didn't want to have 10 kids. That's crazy. Like, what? how do they get anything done? You know, like, like it's so much time will have passed. They'll look back on this and say, wow, that's crazy. You know, we need workers for Mars or for the Death Star that we build and stuff like that. So all these things, I know it's just a weird thought experiment. I've been thinking, I stayed up all night thinking about that. And uh, there's, there's a lot of things that we just take for granted as normal now that are going to seem absolutely ridiculous to future generations. I mean, we talk all the time about climate change and stuff like that. It's a big issue, you know, especially for people on the left. I mean, it's a big issue for me, too. I mean, the climate does change. You know, how much do human beings contribute to that? You don't really know. The, you know, the science is not as solid on that, but we do know the climate is changing. Is it going to keep getting warmer, how it's been in the last, you know, 20 years? Or is it going to, who knows, man? It could go, it could revert to how uh, the climate was changing in the late 60s and, and all through the 70s when there was an extremely cold period and everybody thought, you know, everybody's going to die from global cooling. They thought it was going to be an ice age. So maybe in a hundred years, the world stops getting warmer and it starts getting much colder. You know, and we have like a hundred year period of, of global cooling and people will look back at our generation and say, wait, they tried to stop the world from getting warmer. Oh my gosh, they should have been burning all the oil they could find. It would have made the ice age, you know, it would have alleviated some of the, the global cooling later. Like, oh, they, they didn't even think this through. Like, we just don't know what the world is going to look like in the future. And judging people that lived 250 years ago through the moral lens that we have now is just a mistake. And, like, there's that story about George Washington, who was a slave owner. He had a couple slaves that ran away. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and, uh, and he didn't understand why. Like, he was confused. He had no idea why his his slaves would run away. He's like, well, they were like they were my friends. Like I treated them great, and like he would pay his slaves and and all this. And he was like, well, I mean, they have a good life here. Like, why would they want to be free? Like he honestly could not understand why his slaves would want to be free men. I mean, it's ridiculous. Now that seems crazy. Of course, all men want to be free. We know that. Like we understand that. But it was like some people just couldn't get that through their heads back then. It was just a different world, and we can't judge these people through the same like level of morality that we hold now. We do a lot of things now that the founding fathers would say is despicable, and they did things that we we believe to be despicable. And fast forward two hundred fifty years, and who the heck knows, man? Who the heck knows? And I could give a million more examples too, but uh, I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it at that. I want to get to uh, some uh, listener mail. We haven't done listener round in a while, so uh, decided to to do it. We got some uh, some good questions, two football related questions, which is weird. This is not a sports show. I let me know if I talk too much about sports. By the way, I know I probably drive some of you guys crazy, but uh, anyway, <laughs> this is from uh, Justin. What are your thoughts on legalization, uh, marijuana legalization? Sorry, wow, I can't even read today. I mean, I, maybe I'm sicker than I thought. Um, yeah, I've talked about that a lot on the show. Um, I mean, obviously, marijuana should be legal. Uh, obviously, the prohibition, the federal prohibition on weed is, is absolutely insane um, and counterproductive and, and 
I mean, yeah, I could go on for days. But, I mean, the only other point, because I've talked that to death on the show, the only point I want to make, and, and just I've, I've made this point before, but I want to reiterate it, marijuana should not be legal because it's not bad for you. Like, we all know that there's medical benefits to, to cannabis. We know that it's not addictive. We know that it's not bad for you in any measurable way. But that's not why it should be legal. I mean, I believe all drugs should be legal. I believe heroin should be legal. Heroin is terrible for you. Please don't do heroin. Nobody should do heroin. But that's not the conversation. Like, if, if, if you're saying this should be legal because it's good for you and this should be illegal because it's bad for you, you're just having, you're making the wrong point. You're having the wrong conversation. Drugs should be legal because I'm not a slave to the state. Drugs should be legal because I am a free man who owns my own property, including my body. All rights go back to property rights. All rights are property rights. Free speech is a property right. I own my speech. You know, legalizing drugs, that goes down to property rights. It goes all the way back to property rights because I own my body. You know, it's either you believe you're a slave to the state and the, sla- and the state can tell you what to do with your body, or you believe you are a free man, not a slave, and you can do whatever you want with your body. That's why I believe that prostitution should be legal. I, I believe prostitution is awful. I believe it destroys people's lives. I don't think any girl should be a hooker. But you own your property. You own your body. You're not a slave to the state, and you should be able to do whatever you want. This is from Troll Basement over on Twitter, which is a hilarious Jim Rome parody account. Uh, what's your thoughts on the Miami Miracle and the odds of New England not being in the Super Bowl? Uh, for those of you that missed it, not this week, but last weekend, uh, the Patriots lost on a last-minute, with time-expiring, miracle play to the Miami Dolphins, where they, they threw a short pass, and then they lateraled uh, three or four times, and I believe Kenny Stills got the, the last lateral and took it to the house, uh, beat Rob Gronkowski to the end zone, beat the Patriots. It was a beautiful thing to watch. I absolutely hate the Patriots. Like I said at the beginning of the show, it really made my whole week that the Steelers beat the Patriots. Hey, anytime uh, Tom Brady and the Evil Empire go down, it's a good day. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, never bet against the Patriots. I mean, they're in the Super Bowl like every other year. But, yeah, I mean, their offense looked pretty pathetic against the Steelers, and the Steelers by no means have a very good defense. I mean, the Steelers are all offense, no defense, and they held Tom Brady to 10 points. They picked him off. Shout out to Joe Hayden. That was a great pick uh, in the fourth quarter. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think out of the AFC – the Steelers have a better chance to make it to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs, the Chargers, uh, the Colts. I mean, I could see the Colts making the Super Bowl. I, I don't think – I don't know, man. I, I don't think the at this point New England beats any of those those four teams. So, yeah. But, I mean, I'm a, I'm a little biased. I hate the Patriots. It's kind of like how a lot of people like didn't really like Trump, but they just hated Hillary and would literally vote for anybody who's not named Hillary Clinton. That's kind of how I am with the Patriots. Anybody but Tom Brady. Anybody. Oh, my gosh. Just got this one. This is from my friend J.J. Leahy, who was on the podcast last week. Who's Green Bay's next head coach? <laughs> so Green Bay Packers fired their head coach, and everybody's debating he's a Packers fan, who they're going to hire. I don't know. I mean, everybody says Lincoln Riley, who's the coach for uh, University of Oklahoma, is going to be, uh, you know, like the next big you know, prospective uh, head coach in the NFL. 
I mean, I don't know. I mean, you make a ton of money as a coach in college, so he might just stay there. But I don't know. Lincoln Riley, everybody's bringing his name up. I mean, the the Browns need a new coach, the Packers and the Cowboys. And out of those three teams, I mean, the Packers' job would be the best job, you know, because the Browns are the Browns. And then uh, if you're Dallas's head coach, you have to deal with Jerry Jones every day. So that, that seems pretty stressful. That dude's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the best – prospective coach is probably gonna take the green bay job i don't know why not like aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks ever so you know lincoln riley or i don't know they were talking about um uh, the carolina panthers have lost like five straight games they're talking ron rivera their coach uh might get fired which would be a terrible mistake for carolina because rivera is a really good coach so if if they end up firing uh Rivera, I could see the Packers signing him in like five seconds. I mean, like he would, you know, the, his phone would be ringing off the hook from from Green Bay. So I could see something like that happen. Lincoln Riley, Ron Rivera, I don't know, one of the two guys probably. You know, what I think I uh, before I start hacking up along again, I'm going to call it a day. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate you. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks. Um, 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 um.